When it comes to losing a loved one or relative, sometimes it's hard to say goodbye, and it's even harder to decide whether to bury their body in the ground, or they'll become worm food, or incinerate them into dust. Now you don't have to choose between the two, and you don't have to say goodbye. Here at Stiff and Stuff, we offer the ability to spend the rest of your life with loved ones lost through a centuries-old practice of taxidermy. We employ the most skilled and professional taxidermists in the business to ensure your loved one is handled with delicate care and preserved in the the highest presentation. We offer lots of different packages to choose from that allow you to pick outfits, props, poses, and facial expressions so you can properly represent your loved one by showing them doing something that they loved or were known for. Was grandpa a high school football star? We can put him in a uniform and a Heisman pose. Did grandma enjoy reading? We can put her in a chair and hold her hands in front of her and you can even change the book in her hands on a regular basis. And that's not all. Now we offer what we call the mannequin package where we add joints to the limbs so you can change it up and play with different poses. Death doesn't have to be the end and it doesn't have to mean goodbye. If you'd like to receive a free consultation then give us a call at 1-800-STIFF-4-U. That's 1-800-784-3348. Stiff and stuff. When it comes to handling loss, we got the right stuff. Hello and welcome, dear friends, to the TDLA podcast. Today the dudes have a real treat in store for you, so stick around. Today the dudes decide to get real, dog, and they talk to their future audience. It just wouldn't be the two dudes in LA podcast if they didn't talk about the ridiculous LA weather reaching 123 degrees. Speaking of hot, the dudes then discuss the recent Scarlett Johansson controversy. After that, the dudes pitch movie ideas about divorce and imaginary friends. Then it's time for another terrible movie challenge. And finally, the dudes read a short story about a kid finding out he is an alien. But all that is just a taste of what's to come on this episode of the TDLA Podcast. Dude. It's that time again. It's your boy. It's your motherfucking boy. Boom, 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 boom. An elephant never forgets, so my dick remembers everything. Little Childish Gambine for you all. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> hey, Childish, um, come on the show. You will listen enough. Everybody, Jeez, listener, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Hey, you. Welcome to the TDLA Podcast. Yes. At WrestleMania 24. <laughs> oh, yep. Uh, welcome. I... I'm your host, Sean Fawson. And I'm your host with the most, sorry, Sean, oh. uh, Alex Watson. But friends call me Watson. Stop being so formal, audience. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Jeez. Yeah. But, uh, Sean, I hope you, I, I, I just want to say really quick, I hope the audience had a good week. Okay? Listeners, I hope you had a good one. I hope it wasn't crazy. Um, because life yeah. You know, life. Life happens. Life happens. That's my motto. Life and happens. to our live audience, we hope you had a good week as well. Yeah, let's hear some applause. Oh, you even knew. Let's hear some applause. Yeah. Looks like everyone's doing well. They're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this bright-eyed early and morning. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, dude. You can't ask for more than that. Um, but, Sean, we got to know. Yeah. The audience, like... Literally, they listen to this segment alone. 
And then they stop listening. Okay. How was your week? It was a good week. Good. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, still it. just... Still just uh, working at Best Buy, um, oh. working on some personal projects. Okay. Some collabs. What's up? <laughs> um, yeah, making dope art and yeah. making things and stuff happen. Um, a friend from Utah is moving out here, so dope. maybe we'll have him on. He's a musician. Cool. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it has been hot. Yes, sir. It has been very we can, hot. We can talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but nothing too significant or of note. Um, just still grinding, man. Cool. What about you? Oh man. Whew. <laughs> Where do I start? Where do I start? <laughs> uh, it's been in a. It's been an interesting week. Would you I, say uh, it's oh, been magic? Yes, I would say so. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was a very basic but but good week. Um, hung out with Andrea. I thought we did something really awesome. Oh, I did introduce Andrea to Last of Us. Yeah. And now that's all she can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys haven't played Last of Us, it, it's just a gut punch, man. Like it's uh, it's definitely a uh, you know it's a zombie thing, but like. It does not fall short of a good story, and literally within the first thirty minutes of that that story, you just get punched in in the in the penis. And if you're a woman, you just get punched in the penis too. Like it grows, <laughs> you, you grow get a penis, and then it punches punch it. it. Yep. So, no, yeah. I wish I would have been there just to see her reaction because. You know, when you see when you're with someone who's there for the first time, you get to d- see it vicariously again for the first yeah. time through them. Yeah, and, I'm and sure and she was like, <gasps> she was, there, and like, I, I, it's weird to say I don't want to spoil it. And normally I, and I won't, but normally I won't care because it's been out forever. <laughs> so if you haven't played it yet, then you know you shouldn't. You or you should, but like, yeah, but I, but it means that moment is so important for me, and like shapes the rest of the story for the characters that I'm not going to spoil it. So. Yeah, I mean, what a way to start a video game. <laughs> like, especially, what yeah, especially a video game. So that's been good. Um, I got to meet up with uh, one of my... I mean, he. I've only seen one of his movies he's directed, but he, I loved it. Um, he. Uh, I, met, I met up with uh, Tyler, and I, I'm not going to say his last name because it's kind of hard to pronounce. <laughs> Durden. Tyler, yeah, I met up with Tyler Durden. For some reason, I'm the only one who can see him, um, but it's weird. Uh, here, I, well, I feel bad because I want I want people to look look him up. Did he tell you to Tyler... go burn a bunch of government buildings down? <laughs> yes, he did. Make soap uh, out of uh, fat. Okay, Tyler McIntyre. 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 Yeah. Tyler McIntyre. Wow, I really the, the L. It looked like an L. But no, it's McIntyre, guys. That's really easy to McCulkin. pronounce. McCulkin. yep. <laughs> I met with Macaulay Culkin over the weekend, and uh, no, but yeah, Tyler uh, McIntyre. He's super cool. He did a movie called. Um, he's done two films. Um, they're both horror comedies, uh, but this newest one he did is called Tragedy Girls, and uh, it stars a mega teenager from. I mean, it's not 
it's the actress who plays Mega Sonic Teenager from Deadpool. Mm. It also stars the girl who played Young Storm in the new X Men. And uh, so funny, X Men crossing there. Yeah, and uh, and Craig Robinson's in it, and the guy from Hunger Games is in it. But Peter, Peter, yeah. yeah, he's in it. Uh, but it's really funny. It's it's about a, it's about two high school girls who like who want to get social media fame. So what do they do? Is they uh, a murderer or a serial killer starts killing people? Well, they find the serial killer, and they realize once they kill the serial killer well great now they're not gonna have they're not gonna have uh stories to break so they start killing people in order and then framing it on the serial killer that it's still on the loose even though the serial killer is dead so that's a cool premise it's really awesome and and so i i reached out to him and uh he got back to me and said he would meet up for lunch and so we went to lunch and uh uh yeah, it was really awesome, and he gave me some really cool advice, and um, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see how it goes. We went to Factors Deli, it's famous, and it was amazing. Cool. We'll have to go sometime. Okay. And uh, yeah, he's just, he's just an up-and-coming director, and like he's, the reason why I reached out to him is he's an editor. He was an editor primarily, and then switched to directing, and like the biggest thing that like I learned from him is like, you know, he was going to be an editor forever. And he still edits because, you know, you need to make money. But, like, he was going to be an editor forever. But until he put that foot forward and said, no, I'm going to direct. And he got financing on his own for his first film. And so, like, that's what I got to do. Like, I'll keep editing to make money. But, like, you know, we're collaborating on something that I hope is going to work out really well. He freaking freaked out at the idea. Yeah. I know I texted you about it, but, like. Yeah, he freaked wow. out about the idea. So he actually loved all three of my main ideas that I'm starting. And um, so, but yeah, hopefully that you know he's pretty cool. You guys should check him out. Check out Tragedy Girls. He's super, and uh, he's a cool guy. So. Did you uh, rewatch that again recently? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I rewatched I still it again. Check it out. Yeah, you'll have to just yeah, yeah. I rewatched it. You know, in case we talked about it, but uh, yeah, it's really um, fun. That actually reminds. Well, I'm sorry. Are you? That's about it. I mean, I don't know if there's much else that. Oh yeah, I had my improv show at uh, Revolution yesterday. Oh yeah, that went really well. We did something called the Slacker, and uh, yeah, what, with a. I is mean, that uh, what that was the name of the show. That's the name. No, that's the name of the form we did. Oh, there's a form called Slacker. There's a form called Slacker. Yeah, it's based off of the movie uh, Slacker. Um, it's pretty cool, but, uh, yeah, it went as good as like, you know, class shows can be interesting cause you only know, you know, you only know people for two months and then, you know, you're thrown into this and some, some of our class members have not done improv very much. And so, you know, and, and, you know, you don't think about that. You just go out and perform and just, you know, I feel like you go out, you give, you give 110% and, uh, <laughs> that's from uh shoot. What's that from? Oh, it's Brendan Fraser and, uh, oh, what is it? Oh, I'll be dazzled. Oh, man, I haven't he, seen that. Yeah. When he decides to be a, a he gets basketball the, he player. He becomes a basketball player and with it, the little wiener. Yes, and every, every answer is like, yeah, I just go out there, I give 110%. <laughs> That's what he always says. Uh, come back, Brendan Fraser. Um, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, but anyways, what were you going to say? Oh, just, um, yeah, over the last week, I, I had lunch with another 
um, employee at Nickelodeon. Awesome. So that was cool. She's a... Guys, he's going to get a job at Nickelodeon. Okay? I'm <laughs> oh, calling geez. it right now. It's going to happen. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, we'll put that in the universe, but yeah. I, I, I've learned with my experience in life, don't get your hopes up. All sure. you can do is just keep doing what you do. Right. Well, and, and you know, you just got to put your, put your best work forward and not give up. And you've been doing that, especially at Nickelodeon. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, um, I'm definitely going to butcher her last name, but shout out to Angela Etzming- Etzminger. Okay. She's, uh, she also has a podcast called the animated journey. Ooh, check it out. And, um, so you've heard me talk about the animation network. They're the, the podcast that I drove out to LA for when I was still in Utah, mm-hmm. but she was also, I actually discovered her podcast not too long before the animation network. Oh, so really? she was my first podcast animation podcast. Well, that's cool. And then, um, yeah, so it's just it's it's cool to have started out like in Utah listening to these podcasts and yeah. now I'm out here interacting with these people and um you know Sean Ganka the production he's a, is he a coordinator a manager out there now but uh he was one of the first guests on the animation network that I listened to I listened to his episode and now I'm having lunch with him at Nickelodeon, and he said that I could put him as a referral on Boom. my application, and yep. like it's giving you high fives. Right, he saw me when I was meeting with Angela, and he came over and high fived me. So it's it's surreal, honestly, just how far it's come. So yeah, dude, just keep at it. Something's gonna give. <laughs> if if not, um, you know, a career at a studio, maybe a personal project, you know. Maybe yeah. this podcast will become a source of income. I don't someday. know. <laughs> yeah, someday. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful either. I think what I think is more likely is one of us is going to uh, get, get to a, a project point. Off yeah, the ground. get a project off the ground. Well, I hope it's both of us together gets a project off the ground, and then or just that we get each other off. You know, <laughs> <laughs> ding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. But no, I think that'll that'll happen, and then eventually people want to listen to this podcast. And I mean, I I hope to keep doing this podcast well, podcast, podcast well into our careers because it'd be kind of cool just to like maybe we can you know we'll be really busy, so I don't know how you know we could do it as often, but it'd be cool just to like keep it going when we can, you know. And if it's like, hey, I don't have I have oh I don't have any time, and you don't have or I have time, you have time, let's get together. Yeah, it'll be really cool and like. 10 years to look back at these and be like, wow. Yeah. And dude, I'm a nostalgic dude. So like, (laughs) Oh my gosh, am I a nostalgic dude? So I'll, uh, yeah, I'll probably, I'll be looking at these a lot. We should, uh, let's just, if it's cool, let's just take a moment to talk to our future fans. Perfect. So you in the future right now, Hey, future um, peeps, you know, this is your boys, Sean and Watson. And we're not, we're not, uh, you know, people don't know who we are right no, now. No one knows who I am. We've got some cool things in the works. Maybe, maybe by now, one of them has become a thing, a film or a show. Right. And we're like one of your favorite show creators. Or Please forgive us for the scandal that just happened. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't mean to. It was misinterpreted, you know. I was just going for a hug. Oh, crap. Not too soon. <laughs> Maybe when you hear it, it's not too soon. But right now, we're in the thick of it. But yeah, you know, thanks for thanks for checking out and appreciating our stuff. We put a lot of work and care into it. Yeah, and, and I want to say, if you're listening to this and you're hoping to 
hopefully be where we are right now that you're listening. If we're not, maybe this could just give you some hope. <laughs> maybe we're homeless and you're like, I don't want to be where they are. Yeah. Or maybe you're like, oh, I found this podcast. This is interesting. Let's see where they're at. And you look and they're like, both died in a freak motorcycle jumping accident because we tried <laughs> to pick that up. Uh, but no, but seriously, if you're trying to become in the film business and like if you're looking like we have, we looked to these kind of podcasts for like inspiration and like encouragement uh, to keep going, like seriously, just keep going because something's eventually going to happen. If you keep doing things, if you keep another thing I want to, I think I want to say that I've noticed recently is keep doing different things. I, I know a lot of people out here who've lived here for 10 years and nothing's happened, but they keep doing the same thing. Like they, they think that just because they're going to keep doing sketch shows over and over and over again, if that's not working, try something else, do sketch shows and then, you know, send out submissions. Like there's agents that like, you know, accept submissions or, uh, some of them like think that they're going to get auditions just that way. No, you got to actually go to auditions if you're an actor. And like, if you're an editor or wanting me, or or I'm going to say, if you're just starting, uh, like get into editing. This is just my personal opinion. It, I, I think anyone who wants to be behind the camera should get into editing because that will make you a, you can get work off that and you can create your own stuff already that you can have something to show people. Like when I met with Tyler, Tyler was super, uh, the guy who made tragedy girls, he was super impressed that I could show him stuff. And he was like, that's the great thing about being an editor is like, you could literally, I could literally take my iPhone, put it on a tripod and like frame it nice. And I could make something that I directed because I know how to edit it. So I would say do that. And like, dudes, just keep it up. Like, I love you. I don't even know who you are. I love you. Keep it going. And uh, I mean, that's what I can say from the direct, <laughs> from directing side. But what do, I mean, maybe you have something to say for animation no, or just people in general. Yeah. Just make content. Yes. Have something to show for sure. Um, and try and think outside of the box, you know? Like, everybody's doing this. Right. How can I stand out from the crowd? Yeah. Um, find a niche or just figure out an interesting way to promote yourself or, um, yeah, just have have something that will make people go, huh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Which I think what me and you are coming up with is... Yeah, it's Kind fun. of along those lines. At least... It's That's fun. what I'm thinking. Uh, the people that we talk about it with get really excited. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you know, we're we're both in a time right now where we're in we're in a world of unknown. We're, we have things that we're working on, but we have no idea what's going to come of it. And so you're probably doing that. You're you're you have this idea. You're starting it, but you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. I can barely feed myself, guys. I haven't bought groceries for myself in like over two months. But I know that if I just stay persistent, like something's gonna catch, you know, like yeah. it's it's inevitable. And if it doesn't, that would be a real shame. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so deep into it now. There's no turning back. So yeah, man. Well, and I want to also go on record that I will always buy you groceries. <laughs> <laughs> like if you ever need it. Like I mean, I can't. I just you know, I just go from like meal to meal, and I try and keep it super cheap. But I. I haven't had like a little lump sum of cash in a while to just buy myself a few weeks of gotcha. groceries, but we're good. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. 
Um, yeah, that was yeah, fun. That was fun. That was weird. That, I mean, no, it wasn't weird. It's just like it just came out of nowhere. But I think that's cool. I think hopefully we're at a place, guys, <laughs> that it's cool. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, let's jump into some talks, man. Yeah, it, just um, like I said earlier, like it's been hot. Yeah, it's like it's been crazy hot. We had this heat wave, um, and I have no AC at my house. Oh, dude. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, it's, I mean, there were days that I was falling asleep sweating. Jeez, man. <laughs> With two fans on me. Well, it, so you at least have fans. I mean, still just blowing hot air at yeah, you. Yeah, but... just moving air helps for sure. But, uh, I mean, I guess it's been it's been all right here. We I need to try and figure out how to get an AC unit in the house. But it's yeah. also cooled down a little bit. It has now, yeah. That's been nice. And being in a, you're in the basement, right? Yeah. So hopefully that helps a little bit. Yeah. Being on the top, well, I'm on the top level of an apartment, and it's like, we're literally just like, all right. And you got big on, windows. Son. Yeah, we got big windows. Luckily, my living room is like the blackout one, so that helps a little bit. Um, but we do have uh, swamp coolers. I don't know if that's what you. Every time I say swamp, that's what we call them in Utah. But anytime I say that out here, they're always like, swamp coolers? When I hear swamp coolers, I think of on the ceiling, like the ones that hang up on oh, the I don't know. Maybe. I, that's what I, everyone always called them, at least when, when we were looking for houses growing up. It was like, yeah, and you get a swamp cooler. I was like, <laughs> all right, I don't know why it's a swamp cooler. But cause yeah. there's, I guess there's water in there somehow. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at it. You guys are like, what? I'm looking at one. Um, But... Yeah, but you were saying, yeah, so it got in the valley, which everyone, you know, it gets hotter here for some reason, but it does. Uh, in the valley, it got to like 123 or something like that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And what's, what sucked was is that, like, it was during my holiday break. So, like, uh, yeah, dude, it was so hot. So, like, I wasn't in my work where it was super air conditioned. I was here. Uh, so I was like, I was excited. I was like, yeah, I get to go home. And then I was like, <laughs> dying. I was so close to like taking off my shirt and putting it in the fridge, like freezer. <laughs> and then just taking it off or and putting frozen it on. shirt. Yeah. That's how close I was. Hey, maybe we'll uh, make that a fake sponsor. Like a what sponsor? Shirts with cooling pads. There, what do you mean a fake sponsor? Well, maybe we'll find a real sponsor yes. <laughs> that makes cooling padded shirts. There we go. If not, we'll make it. Uh, but I have to do a thing like. So my bed is right. So my bed is in a position where the swamp cooler, I don't know what to call it, AC unit, whatever, is right above my bed. So it actually doesn't hit me like it can't. It <laughs> so blows over. It blows right over me. So what I have to do is I have to, I bought a fan. So the fan actually catches it as it comes down. So it's like this continuous circle of blows cooling. it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's, I figured it out. Science, baby. <laughs> Science. But uh, you were. Uh, I wanted to know, does uh, Best Buy sell AC units? Yeah, so Best Buy, we've got a few different kinds, and every time we get some in, they're gone in hours. Wow. Like, you got to be at Best Buy in the first few hours that we're open if you want an AC unit. And Jeez. then, you know, in the afternoon, we get hundreds of people asking about them, and we're like, we've got these dinky little fans left, and that's about it. Wow. <laughs> We're going through them. Have you seen the ones that are just fans? I've been like thinking about getting those. I don't know what they what what they are, but they're just like they're hollow. Yeah, they're like oh yeah, but they're cool. Like they they emit cool air. Yeah, those are cool. Or they're probably expensive though. But they're expensive, and 
I hear like they do they blow cooler air, but I asked if they're comparable to an AC unit, and they're like not really. Like uh, it might help, but if you're gonna spend the money, if you if you're actually trying to cool a room down, you should probably just get an AC unit. But and you sell cool. them at Best Buy. Yeah, I think huh. they're the Dyson ones you're talking about. Oh, oh, okay. So they don't sell like those ones. Oh, um, I don't know about the in-wall ones, but there's ones that stand up on the floor, and then you have this little tube that you have to Goes put up into a window. Yeah. yeah, I've seen those. Um, but also I was reading on Reddit that Northern Siberia, which is like, you think of like snow and tundra, yeah, and just frozen wasteland, yeah. Got up to 90 degrees last week, which Whoa. is 40 degrees higher than the average this time of year. Whoa, so jeez. Icebergs are breaking off of glaciers <laughs> right now, yeah. and polar bears are bursting into flames. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Just tanning. Um, yeah. I mean, to get really sad, though, have you seen that video but of the polar bear? Oh. Global warming is a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want to get political, but I yeah. want to ask. Are you, do you believe uh... I... I don't know what to think. I'm not a scientist. Yeah. Um, Can you shut that? I just want. I don't want the audience. Look into my life. Um, but I'm <laughs> open to the idea that yes, the Earth goes through cycles, but it does seem like humans are definitely affecting whatever's happening right now. Yeah. They're they're having some kind of effect, and one side is being like, "Oh, well, it's barely any effect. You don't even notice it." I don't know. Yeah, for me, it's weird. It's it for me. It's like the people who are saying it exists are usually scientists who like study this kind of thing, who don't benefit from this at all. But then there's people who say it doesn't exist and they don't have science like experience at all. They're just like, they're just like people going down like, no, that's not right. Like, like, you know, I don't want to sound like a farmer, but. Well, what good does it do you to deny it? Yeah. Like what, why, why can't you just be like. Why not be safe? Because the sorry? idea is let's stop fucking the world up. So what's wrong with that mentality? You yeah, know? Like, yeah, or yeah, and why not just like let's just make sure like if animals are going extinct, let's just make sure we're make we're doing our part to like not let that happen. Like I yeah. don't know, um, but yeah, we don't need to talk all about it. I just was <laughs> just curious, but uh, so yeah, you know it's been hot, but we're alive. I'm staying hydrated. Cool, that's good, man. <laughs> Uh, what else is going on in the world? So one thing I wanted to bring up to you, and you you mentioned you haven't you haven't heard about this, but uh, so Scarlett Johansson, mm. Black Widow herself. Here, wait, wait. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's a very attractive woman. Uh, so she came under fire again. So first again. off, yeah, first off, she did a movie called Ghost in the Shell, right? right? And that Which I was, still haven't seen. I haven't seen either. That was supposed to, that was supposed to be the star of the show. It, I mean, the original. I think it was based off a graphic novel. It was a Asian character, oh, and so it ble- it takes place in Asia. Like the movie didn't take place in America. Like it still had all the same settings, but for some reason, Scarlett Johansson was the main. So, and like they made her kind of look Asian. So like <laughs> she got some backfire for sure. But not as big backfires what happened recently. So there was a movie that that and that was announced called Rub and Tug, which is about a 
Rub uh, and tug. Rub and tug, which is about a. Um, is this a is this a Scarlett Johansson sex tape? <laughs> no, uh, it is about a. I hope I get this right. It's about a mafia uh, run. So there was this transgender woman. No, transgender man. Is that what you say? Because it, it's so whatever it they currently woman. are. So they were a woman and became a man. So transgender man, man, right? Yeah. yeah. So a transgender man, uh, basically uh, worked with the mafia to, to take these massage parlors and racketeer them so that they were uh, actually uh, prostitute rings. This is like back in the this is like a true story back in the nineteen forties. Cool. And so, um, well, they tap. Uh, Scarlett Johansson to play this uh, this transgender man. Oh wow! Yeah, and you know it's the same director. So oh, yeah, and she's also a producer on it. So it wasn't something that was like offered to her. She f- heard this idea. She started to create it. She got the director involved, and then she put herself in that pos- like she chose herself to be in it. Um, so of course there was backlash, uh, and you know, people saying, uh, that they should get an actual transgender man. Cause there's a lot of transgender actors out there, um, to be in it. Well, what caused even more controversy is her response. <laughs> uh, so her response was literally, uh, it, it, for further comment, you should ask, uh, Jared Leto's rep, uh, Jeffrey Tambor's rep and another actress's rep, basically straight, uh, uh, straight. What do you call them? I don't even know what you call it. <laughs> uh, but not non-transgender actors mm. who have played transgender people. Like Jeffrey Tambor was in Transcending, where he played a transgender woman. Yeah, so or she's sorry, transgender, saying yeah, transgender that woman. Other um, other actors have do it. Cisgender so people back. have played transgender people. Yeah, so get off my back. Yeah, but like it really came off as like, like, so what? Others have done it, <laughs> you know. So it was met with even more backlash, and like, um, it has now come out officially that she has stepped down. So uh-huh. it's been like a month after she announced that. And she has now stepped down as I don't think she I think she's still producing it, but she she's no longer going to be the actress wow, in that part. It worked. Yeah. So like, I guess like the the thing I wanted to bring up to you is like, do you do you feel that like because obviously we're in this new wave of like representation being important, and like, I don't know, is it okay that. You know, like, was she, did she make a good point saying, like, other actors have done it, so why can't she? Mm. Excuse me. So. This is an interesting one. And it's a sticky situation, guys. <laughs> so. Um, I Well, the first thing is that this is only a big deal because of the time that we're living in. Sure. If this movie was being made ten years ago. I would even say, like, five years. Because, like, you know, Jeffrey Tambor... Yeah, made transcendence like five years ago. Right. So it's that's that's one thing, one point to be made about it is it's it's situational. It's for the time right now. Um, and another thing is, kind of her point where it's like, 
it's art. Anybody can play mm-hmm. a role. I mean, I get that if you feel like, well, there's plenty of transgender people who could do it, but it's it. They're the ones making it. You know, it's their mm-hmm. thing. Sure. So who's to, who's to tell the people who are investing the money how to make their their artistic piece? Mm-hmm. Um, you can have an opinion on it, but. I don't know. Yeah, and shouldn't it, try and change it, I guess. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe if they do find someone, it'll do the role more justice. But it just—I I feel bad to think that she was like kind of bullied out of the role, almost yeah. for lack of a better word. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's a hard situation because, like, on one side, like I've I've heard you know a lot of people say like. Well, why can't you get disabled people to play disabled people in movies? And it's like one of the things that people need to understand about the movie business is like you got to sell tickets. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying disabled people aren't great actors. I'm sure there's I'm sure I mean I we have seen some disabled people in roles that have been fantastic. But the thing is is like you have to have stars in your movie. You have to And don't get me wrong, Ghost in the Shell, there are plenty of actresses that are Asian that could have done this role fantastically. And don't get me wrong, I think Scarlett Johansson is a great actress. Um, But, what's up? There would have been people that would have seen this rub and tug just because Scarlett Johansson was in it. 100%. In (laughs) fact, I think, think, you know... But, at the same token, like, I, I was kind of on that thinking, too. But then um, I, I was talking and I was looking at Twitter. And I can't remember who said it, but uh, it was a uh, trans uh, man uh, who who said this. And I, and I actually really, really thought about it. So, her excuse was, well, you should ask Jared Leto or, you know, James Tamor. Uh, and by the way, I'm probably saying James Tambor's name wrong. Uh, whatever. But you know who I'm talking about. Uh, but they basically said, okay, so you're saying by that, that comment that it's okay for, you know, is that what you call it, cisgender? Yeah, I believe that's a means that you basically accept the role, the gender role the gender that you were given at birth. Okay, so yeah, they're basically saying that Okay, so cisgender roles, it's okay for... Because her comment, cisgender roles, okay, so it's okay for them to play transgender people. But if transgender people want to play, like, a straight person, that, like, that's not okay. Like, like they can't... There's no... Like, in L.A., if a transgendered uh, woman goes for a cisgender woman role... There's no way that's going to happen. Like in LA, in Hollywood, there's never, like, they won't even get allowed, according to this tweet, because apparently she's tried, like, they won't even let her go in the same room oh, wait, to audition. A transgendered woman said this from that from their yes, experience? That, that, that she's an actress. Okay. So she was saying, like, like let's say, let's say a transgender woman went out for the role of, like, Black Widow. Transgender, yeah, transgender woman, yeah, went for a role of Black Widow. Like, they they won't even let them in the room because oh, wow. they're transgender, and so it, to me that got kind of got me thinking of like okay, well, I would think this was more okay if yeah, if transgender women can play both cisgender women and transgender women, 
and you know same with men but since since it's not the same playing field and since uh yeah it just didn't seem fair and so I, that's what i started to think like okay and like now with like uh movies or sorry tv shows like uh pose and like another th- another comment someone said like why couldn't like there's o- there's literally in the movie there's only one transgender man in the whole movie so why couldn't you get a real transgender man and then do the whole cast star-studded you know mm-hmm. so there's many different options that could have happened and obviously you know it worked so she stepped down and at first i was kind of along the mindset of like you know an actor can like like i saw jared leto in uh i believe it's Dias- dallas buyers club where he plays a transgender woman yeah and he did fantastic i mean he won an oscar for it you know so but at the same time you know we are in this and and you know you do mention this time but i do feel like you know what why not represent people like why like i guess try to because like i said guys movies won't won't work if no one knows who the actors are like it sucks like being a guy like me who who i've i'm trying to make movies like Unless I make a horror movie, because people will see horror movies even though they don't know who they are. Like Paranormal Activity, there's not a single star in that. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, like if I if I can make a horror movie that no one knows who they are, like that's that's one route. But other than that, like it's like think about it. Would you see a comedy movie if you didn't know any of the like if if Will Ferrell wasn't in it or like some actor that you would know? Probably not, unless it was a friend that you knew already. And uh, same with dramas. And so, like, it, it sucks, but that's just, like, that's just kind of how it is. But I hope with this example that we can be, that we can head in that right direction. Because I definitely think that, uh, I think a transgender person, it could, acting-wise, can be just as good as a cis... See, I need, I'm glad I'm learning these because <laughs> people on Twitter use cisgender a lot and I wasn't sure. Um, but I think transgender could be just as good as, you know, cisgender actors. So it's like, I don't know. It, it, I do agree right now. Like if this would have been brought up like, uh, you know, five years ago, it probably wouldn't have been a big deal. But it's not hurting anything, I don't think. I mean, I guess Scarlett Johansson didn't get a role but i mean she's getting her own black widow movie she's in avengers she's well, it's okay. not like she's hurting yeah. right she's okay cool. so i don't know that's just my my general thoughts so that's interesting i hadn't heard of that so yeah todd is alive everybody i just want everyone to know that. sorry <laughs> i had a little scare that todd was uh, uh yeah i haven't heard todd in a while so <laughs> anyway uh but yeah that was just just something to to talk about but all right yeah people cool. what are what are your thoughts on the subject yeah let us know tweet at us tdla podcast at gmail.com that's not a tweet but <laughs> tdla podcast yeah yeah awesome all right well now well, it's time for my favorite segment if you don't mind let's do it and now it's time to hear some pitch and flicks Yes, right. it is. All right, guys. So, how the segment? If you're new, how the segment works? Because we've we've got a lot of new people. So, <laughs> how the segment works is, me and Sean have just a back catalog, right, of movies, uh, scripts, ideas, 
everything. Like we 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 have ideas up the yin yang, as I like to say. <laughs> uh, so what we do is we take some time, we pitch each other these ideas, uh, we give feedback, we we suggest things, and just kind of workshop it. We start crowdfunding for them. Yeah, some of them that we think will work well. So. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't know who went last time. I'd like to... I, I think you've been really excited about this idea. There was one, yeah. There's one that, that, that's been really kind of burning at me. Uh, so re- recently I went to Hawaii, yeah. as you know. Hawaii. Hawaii. And, uh, and the idea came to me while I was um, flying over a helicopter over an open volcano with uh, Tr- <sighs> Charles Manson. Uh, Charles Manson. I meant <laughs> Marilyn Manson. <laughs> wow. Woo! That went dark very quick. And it's still dark, really. But at least Charles... At least Charles, Marilyn Manson doesn't kill anyone. Uh, yes, that we know of. Um, <laughs> but I was in the helicopter with Marilyn Manson, and he just shoves me right out the helicopter. Oh, my God. So I'm falling about 100, you know... At a thousand feet, roughly, or something. I don't know. You know, I, I wasn't... I didn't have a tape measure just following us out the back of the helicopter to find out <laughs> how far am i falling yeah exactly <laughs> exactly i had no idea um but as i'm as i'm falling everything kind of slowed down right mm. and uh when you're about to die which has happened a lot to me when you're about to die time slows and you kind of get put into perspective right about what really matters okay mm. and that's where this idea came to me as i was falling so we are in the late two. Th- we're in the early two thousands. Okay. Okay. Smash Mouth can be heard on every street corner. Everybody's got frosted tipped hair. Everybody's got frosted tip hair. <laughs> uh, the Backstreet Boys are starting to fade a little bit. Janko uh, jeans are still in style. Yes. Um, Akon. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So a family a family moves in. Uh, a single mom and her two kids move in, move into this house, right? And it's their first time, and their and their kids, are, of course, are like, "Ugh, I'm gonna listen to Eminem edited because you won't let me listen to the real version." But still, I'm cleaning out my closet, and uh, the little 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 brother is like, "Ah, oh, mom, I'm a suck up," you know. So she's like, "All right, sons, let's come on inside. Let's eat dinner." So they're eating dinner, and all of a sudden they hear a knock on the door. And she goes and opens it up, and there's this there's this man with uh, two girls, mm. and she's like, and he's like, hey, so I'm divorced, <laughs> and she's like, whoa, me too. Now the dialogue's not final, just so you know, but yeah. you know, I'm trying to hurry the story along. It's the idea. Uh, it's an idea, and they're like, ah, oh, well, you know, uh, I live across the street, so if you ever need anything, let me know. And she said, well, I'm my own woman, and I can do what I want. And she's like, and then he's like, okay, well, that's cute. And then he's like, what? Cute? And then all of a sudden you hear, you're supposed to sing, but okay. Um, <laughs> hey, you know the tune, so. You and me. Let's skip to the weird part. The power, my pleasure, my pain, (laughs) baby. Now, what are they doing right at this point? They're still staring at each other in a doorway? Yeah, they're just standing at a doorway. Their kids are looking at each other like, we've been here. Where's the music We've been here for, yeah. We've been here for 30 minutes, and 
Uh, Seal just keeps playing. What is going on? Um, and did you know that when it snows? <laughs> and literally the entire song plays. Well, it sounds like it plays a few times. A few times. Yep. <laughs> uh so that happens, and um, they, you know, they get married. Fast forward twenty five years, all the kids are grown up. They're out of the house, and then they look at each other, and they're like, and they're like, "This is the end." By the way, and they're like, "Oh, that was good. Let's get a divorce." Lights dark. That's it. That's the end. Credit wow. roll credits. Right. Slice of life type piece. It's um. um Oh, yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, audience. Yeah, it's slice one of, of those life. just real, mm-hmm. like relatable. Yes. It'll be filmed like Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver. So very, very <laughs> gritty, very like... I like, felt that. I, like when when the kids go take a shit, I want to see them take a shit. And like when, um. the, when, the, <laughs> when the parents are doing it, I'm going to see them doing it. And then oh, like, okay. you know... And if there's, if there's ever a murder, I'm not going to move the camera. I want the audience to see what it's like to live in a suburban town. So Yeah, where murders are just rampant. It happens, you know? In fact, most murders happen in suburbia. Cool. So. Um, that's interesting. So have you thought about who would play this single mom and single dad? Well, the mom... Here's a story <laughs> of a lovely lady. Hey, it's not stolen from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> Well, they right. didn't have nine kids or six kids. So. Till one day when a lady met this fellow. Okay. He stood in her doorway and he said, hey, I'm divorced. Okay, I can't, I can't help but you're ben making fun Seal of me, Ben Seal played for about a half an hour. All right, okay. <laughs> then they got married and then they got divorced. The Brady Bunch. <laughs> uh, no, the, uh, the main actress uh, to play the mom will, of course... Have to be uh, Britney Spears. <laughs> like it's she's gonna make a comeback. You know what I mean. She's older now. She's has some kids of her own. It's been a while and, since uh, Crossroads. It has been a while since Crossroads. Yes. <laughs> so you know she's gonna like Lady Gaga is getting into acting. Like why not? Why not be Spears? You know. So this will be that moment of hers. Wait, how does Gaga play a part in this? No, I'm just saying Lady Gaga has been breaking into acting. Oh, okay. So bring Spears back. Bring Spears back is what I'm saying. (laughs) Hashtag get it started. B, B, S, B. Bring Britney. Nope. B, 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 bring Britney back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So Britney Spears gets married to the man, the guy, the guy is played by uh, no other than um, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, because there's no one. There's no other person. There's no <laughs> other person who could do this. Uh, Nicholas Cage and Britney Spears. I mean, just put those two in a poster. People are gonna flock to see this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're they are America's uh, dream couple that that people don't understand yet. So yeah, yeah, it'll be That's a good amazing. time. Yeah, you know that we you know we won't need a big budget. Nicholas Cage is pretty cheap right now. Britney Spears, you know, she hasn't done stuff right now, so. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of Nicholas Cage, did you see that trailer of him, like, oh, did the, we talk about this already? The crazy yeah. one. Where it's like, like, his wife gets kidnapped by, like, the Satanist or something? Yes. Yeah, we're gonna watch well, that. Yeah, that looks so, um, 
artsy. What's the artsy stylized? Stylized. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, I'm into it. It almost feels eighties like yeah, I'm into it for sure. Yeah, it has almost like this Hellraiser yeah. type. By of... the way, guys, just just to make sure, we are not kidding. This is a real movie. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. pitching him a new movie. This is an actual movie that's coming out. I wish I had a title for you guys, but I don't know. I'll look it up while while I come up with the title of mine. Mine is called the D word. So, because <laughs> are they talking about him being a dad, or is he talking about no. giving her the D? And really, we find it at the end. It's divorce. That's oh, the D word. see, see, so, so yeah, it's it, it, people don't know. Well, what's the D word mean? Yeah, could be a lot of things. Could be a lot. Um, I'm into it. I, you know, it, we need more just real relatable stuff. You know, nothing that's gives you this unexpected thing or that that's like unrealistic exactly we need that we, we do we need something that just represents everyday life you know the, the the very common way of people meeting where a single man walks up to a single woman's door and says exactly. hey i'm divorced i'm divorced exactly and i live across the street from you so just putting it out there just putting it out putting the feelers so this d Wants to give you the D, and then in 25 years, we'll get D-vorced. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, by the way, if you guys ever want to see just an, the most interesting IMDb page, <laughs> look up Nicolas Cage, because holy shit, he has so much going on. <laughs> Right now, like in this upcoming project, yes. Section. Wow, he's doing yeah, he's doing a lot of these. I mean, I don't know how often he does these kind of indie films, but it seems like lately he's really been into it. Yeah, dude, he's been doing a lot of them. Okay, here's the picture. It's called Mandy, Mandy. which is not what I would expect it to be called, but yeah, interesting. Yeah, Mandy. Go look it out. Check oh, it's out. September fourteenth, dude. Me and you, we're going. Oh, we're there. Cool. Um, oh yeah. So what do you what do you got for us today? Yeah. So I I really like um, like thrillers that have to do with they're they're focused around like a creepy kid. Oh yeah. You know, like kids like the omen are creepy as hell. Right. The omen. Um. The Shining. You know things yes. like that. And so I came up with this idea of. So there's a young boy, he's playing in his room, just like every kid does. As you do. And have you ever made, like, finger puppets? You know, you just yeah. draw, like, a smiley face? Yeah. He's just messing around, he's got a pen, and he draws this face on his index finger. Okay. And Sean uh, is putting up his index, and index just finger. As, just as a goof, you know, he starts talking to it, and he's like, oh, yeah. hey, Mr. Mr. Fingy. Mr. Fingy. Mr. Like Fingy. It. And Mr. Fingy starts talking back. Holy shit. Like his mouth moves? Um, or we well, that's what the boy see. The boy sees it. Okay. So the Mr. Fingy's like, hey, Scotty. Uh-oh. And he's like, oh, oh, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. I have a new friend, you right, know? Right. So uh, he continues playing and mom walks in and she's like, uh, Scotty, what are you doing? He's like, oh, just playing with my friend. And she looks around. She's like, which, which friend are you t- talking about? And he just holds up his index finger he's like this Uh is mr fingy and the mom doesn't see or hear anything but she's like oh what does mr fingy say and Uh and the boy's like 
Mr. Fingy says, take five steps to the right. And she's like, what? And he's like, do it quick. And she does. And a plane crashes where she was standing. <laughs> An entire plane? Yeah. Jeez. But it just misses him. Oh, my gosh. And she's like, oh, crap. What is this about, right? Yeah. So um, they take him to the doctor, and he's like, this is a weird thing. And Mr. Fingy won't wash off of his finger. Huh. They can't wash it off. Oh the boy. Gosh. So I said the boy can see the mouth talking right, and right. hear him. No one else can. So he has to tell everyone what Mr. Fingy's saying. Well, Mr. Fingy starts making all these predictions that end up happening. Okay. This is actually genuinely ter- terrifying. And uh, Mr. Fingy. so everybody starts to begin. So he starts to, like, Mr. Fingy starts to develop this following. Uh-huh. And um, it kind of becomes like this religious thing. Like, oh. people start making these, um, what do they call them? Like, treks. Uh-huh. From around the world to come, oh like, meet Mr. Fingy and, and um, to have, like, basically their future read by him and, uh-huh. and to pray to Mr. Fingy. And um, it, he starts, like, this cult from, like, this six-year-old kid. Jeez. Um, and that's kind of the idea. Dang, dude. Yeah. So this is, have you, is this anything inspired off of uh, The Shining? Red <laughs> Rum. Um, no. Wow, not even. <laughs> not at all. Dang. Even though I mentioned it earlier, <laughs> it had nothing to do with the inspiration. Okay, I just, I just wanted to make sure. Okay, cool. All right, so who played the voice of uh, Mr. Fingy? That's my main wonder. Um, Seems like an important part, you know. Well, off the top of my head, I want to say, like, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> oh, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Gary boy. Apparently, that's my William before. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Um, who are some like kid actors that are kind of big right now? Why don't just get Haley Joel Osment? I mean, he's old, <laughs> but, but but he's pe- got that baby face. Exactly. So just shave him, you know, and just like people will believe that he's eight. <laughs> okay. Now, who out about the mom? Um. Uh, who was the lady from the Quiet Place? Emily Blunt. Blunt, I think. Yeah, let me look. She'd be a, she'd be a good one for this role. I think that's right. Yep, she's also Mary Poppins. The new oh Mary yeah, Poppins. the new Mary Poppins. Cool. Ooh, that's so, yeah. Cool. Emily Blunt is the mother. Haley Joel Osment. Um, and. Oh, yeah, there's also be in Jungle Cruise. There'd be some effects, but I think we could do this under under 20 mil. Under 20 mil? Okay. Wait, under 20 mil? Yeah. You think you can get Emily Blunt for 20 mil? Um, I mean, she'd be a good portion of that, okay. but um, hopefully okay. the effects wouldn't be too, mu- too much. I get you. Um, But yeah, it would just be called Mr. Fingy, you know? Mr. Fingy. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. <laughs> It'd be straight up. I love that. So, um... Yeah, audience, what do you think of Yeah. Do you have some movies that you want to pitch us? You know, we, we will read them we'll live read on the them. show. Live on the show. Write in your movie. latest movie idea and we'll help you get funding for it. Yep. What about you, audience? What did you think? Oh, oh thank you. Thank you very much. And they actually pay us to make some of these so we can <laughs> stop working at our jobs. <laughs> but uh well cool, dude. Um Well, 
now it's time for your favorite way, segment. Mine. Don't you dare laugh. <laughs> You mean it? I mean it. Okay, okay. good. <laughs> I wasn't sure, so yeah. thanks for clarifying. He does mean it. He means don't you dare <laughs> laugh or there will be dire consequences. Yes. I think it's my turn to go first. Yes, yes it is. Okay. Oh wait, so Watson and I we each have three oh, yes. three funny clips. We're gonna go back and forth and play them, trying to make the other person laugh. Um if we do laugh, then we get to uh, waterboard the loser for five Holy minutes. Holy shit! So. I did not hear that. <laughs> yep, of... you signed a you signed an agreement. <laughs> no, it's I... your fault for not reading it. I thought that was just like you know, <laughs> non disclosure. Okay. Uh, real quick, speaking of waterboarding, did you see? Did you see that Sasha Baron Cohen? Do you hear about the news about him? No, <gasps> dude. Let me tell you really fast. So Sasha Baron Cohen, if you guys don't know, Borat. Bruno Borat. Yes, he. For apparently the past year has been filming a secret series where he's where he's talked to um for sure what's confirmed is dick cheney uh shoot what's her name oh no i can see russia from my house oh oh come on i know I this too it. you know we're talking about people yeah you're screaming at the top of your lungs uh it's funny because when i was in alaska i was like that's it made me think of that. Can we see Russia from here? Sarah Palin. Sailors, yeah. Okay. So interviewed Sarah Palin, but then he tricked her into because you know he plays characters, right? He fucked with her, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh but there but so far it's very secretive. It I think it starts this Sunday. Oh, so tomorrow. Uh so by the time this is out, it'll already be the out. The show will launch. The show will launch. Where it's at? been so secret. Showtime. Oh wow. What's but the... uh the only scene they've shown, they haven't even showed they've shown like a montage moment. But the only thing they've actually shown is Dick Cheney. You hear Sasha Burns Cohen's voice off camera. You don't see him. And he's like, can you sign my uh, my waterboarding kit? <gasps> and Dick Cheney signs it. Oh. Who's like known for like being okay with that kind of torture. Wow. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Sorry. That was a really random thing. But I, I, I'm looking forward to it because it's already getting... Yeah, like Sarah Palin freak this. is freaking uh, freaking out because now she's realizing who interviewed her and like yeah. So anyway, why did we get to that? Oh, because you said I was going to be waterproof. <laughs> okay, because because I'm going to lose apparently. All right, so this first clip very simple. It's a guy talking to the ducks. Begin. Okay. I don't know why y'all are coming up to me like I'm y'all daddy or something. <laughs> I ain't got shit for you. <laughs> that y'all daddy right there. That nigga look like he trying to scroll off on there. Hey, can I tuck one of y'all niggas, bro? Let me tuck one of y'all niggas, bro. I you a dollar if you let me tuck one of y'all niggas, bro. Hey, bro, y'all ain't got to call your backup, bro. Ain't nobody fucking <laughs> up, bro. I'm trying to see the dog. I mean, the, the dogs. The puppy things. Those little birds. God damn it. Damn, y'all niggas coming out the woods like that? Kid, it ain't that deep. I don't want no smoke. I'm fault. Y'all have a good day. <laughs> oh, <nice>. <laughs> <laughs> he's calling the baby ones puppies puppies <laughs> those are puppy things That's cute. um yeah i don't know i i, I love it. <laughs> i love that he's like yeah i love that they think he has food so all of them are coming out of nowhere just right. to him while he's trying to pet mine him. mine mine yeah, exactly um <laughs> uh, uh, so this is um this is a mother who um, has created a going to the potty song for her, her daughter. Oh, 
kind of it helps make it fun for her and yes reminds her to to, to go use the potty when it. she has to yeah it's really cute We gotta tell mommy when you need to pee. Tell mommy when you need to poop. Tell mommy when you need to pee. Tell mommy when you need to poop. We need pee pee. We gotta poop poop. We gotta pee pee. We gotta poop poop. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that's cute. Did your did your parents ever use tactics of like making something trivial or like a chore fun to like distract yeah. you from it? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I don't remember too much like being potty trained, unfortunately. Unfortunately, no, fortunately. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I mean they always would say she would always say things like, Oh, if you don't do this, Santa Claus like even in like, you know, <laughs> Like uh, May, she do is like if you don't do your chores, Santa Claus isn't gonna you know come this year or something. Or I I seriously think that's why parents agree to go with Santa Claus is so that they can use it against their kids. <laughs> yeah, totally. But um, I I do think yeah the better way to get kids to do something is to have a reward for doing it instead of having a punishment for not. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess the punishment, and I'm using air quotes, could just be that you don't get the reward. But don't, like, you know, scold them or get mad at them or ground them for not doing something. Just give them something to look forward to when they do it. I think that's yeah. a better way of going about it. I so. agree. Yeah. Cool. Um, my next clip, it's a little bit long, so we won't watch the whole thing. Uh, but it's a newscast talking about a sinkhole. <laughs> okay. A massive sinkhole at least 25 feet wide and several feet deep. The images are startling and the fear for passing drivers very real. We were just driving down Shane and the next thing you know we just missed this giant sinkhole. It's amazing that we didn't fall in. Pastor Barry Randolph and his niece narrowly missing the huge hole as they drove down Shane near Medbury. At the time, the sinkhole wasn't marked, alerting them and other drivers to the danger. I thought perhaps a gateway to the other side had finally crinkled and cracked, opening up a future passageway in the middle of Chain Street to Beelzebub's bungalow many, many miles down. <laughs> I don't know. As I stared into the darkened void, imagining the hordes of devils soon to spring forth, I couldn't help but ponder. How deep does that hole go? <laughs> That's about Neighbors it. Neighbors say crews he, he were out here going. last Friday to patch the road. This is this is a guy who's been around for a while. Yeah, and he's got some good ones. Yeah, the Arby's one is my favorite. <laughs> so he's not real, unfortunately. A lot of people don't know that, but well, I he, think that's the whole. He takes purpose. this real news footage and then yeah. he edits himself. Well, it's pretty and... easy. To, it's actually kind of smart because literally he just films himself like kind of in a location that kind of looks like it, and then yeah, all you have to do is just take out the. The, the news thing that they're using and then yeah so it's super smart he did like a cosplay one which was super funny and then yeah the arby's one which is my favorite and he, uh, he likes to like throw in there like i don't know and then he's like yeah satan's pretty cool <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh man i it's can't remember his youtube but his, channel, his but... ability to like just ramble super fast is yeah. pretty impressive it is impressive because it makes it believable <laughs> yeah because when you think about stuff that's when people like don't feel confident in what you're trying to say, but if you say it fast, yeah, he yeah, sells the character. He sells it. So <laughs> cool. So if you've been listening to the show, um, I have. Yeah, 
Um, you've, hopefully you've heard Janine Hogan's episode, which is like episode three. Mm. But that's when I introduced everyone to Grandma and Ginger. Yes, I love that. <laughs> I, I, I subscribe to them and I've been watching them. So hopefully you haven't seen their latest video. I have not. <laughs> so we're just going to go back to Grandma and Ginger. Yay! <laughs> they're, they're two old ladies that are sisters and they just bitch at each other. Yeah. Did you eat your barbecue chicken? Did you eat your barbecue chicken for lunch? No, I didn't look at that. Huh? Uh-uh. Well, what did you eat? Gee, I told you to. Yeah, but what's I going to eat it this morning for breakfast? No, 12 o'clock you should have had it. Oh, well, I had the nurse here. That's when I was thinking. She's shitty. She is shitty. Looks right to the camera. She is shitty. <laughs> you didn't eat your chicken, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's super fun. I love them. Subscribe to their channel, guys. That's I, great. I wonder, like, when, if, and when one of them does pass, will the other one actually feel bad, or will they be like, oh, "Thank God"? No, I think they'll feel bad. Who are they going to bitch about? Maybe, uh, maybe they'll use our sponsors so that, so that they never oh. have to leave them. <laughs> No. And then she can just bitch at her. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, this next clip actually comes from us from the Workaholics crew before they were famous. It's nice. one of my favorite sketches they, they've done. Guys, check out Mail Order Comedy, especially if you're looking to get into comedy because it's fun to see their progression. Uh, and also, I think I mentioned this on the show before, on their last season of Workaholics, on the last few episodes, I think five episodes, they started releasing the pilot episodes that got them workaholics. And so it's cool to see like what they were trying to go for and then what they got. So yeah, so this is what it is. This is awesome. Mail order comedy salutes cool dads. Cool dad. Sometimes I let my boy drive the car in parking lots, even though he doesn't get his permit for a couple more months. Dad. <laughs> I'm proud of my boy. Go to all his games. I'm in meets. He's a gymnast. <laughs> cool dad. I let my daughter stay up late and drink sodas and talk about boys. Cool dad. <laughs> well, I'm a lawyer, so it was no problem getting my son off those date rape charges. Cool dad. <laughs> I fought in the Civil War. Cool dad. <laughs> I collect kids in my van, so my kids have someone to play with. <laughs> I leave my gun case unlocked. Stepdad! <laughs> I can't even remember if I have kids or not. Dad? <laughs> my cats are my kids. Jillian! Oh, aunt! Wow. <laughs> yeah! Fun little video. Is that how she got big? Was from the Workaholics gang? Mm-hmm. They knew her beforehand. She's in a few of their sketches and stuff. Wow. So now she's huge. But uh, yeah, actually, fun fact about Workaholics. So now they've signed a deal with Netflix. So now they've been producing their own movies. They came out with uh, Game Over Man, which is, it's okay. <laughs> it was fun. It's a ridiculous thing. Uh, but then they produced a new comedy. Uh, I don't know if you saw the trailer for it. I don't know what it's called, and I'm not going to look it up. But it's uh, it's about th- four kids going on a camping trip and things go awry. And it looks kind of fun. 
So I'm cool. interested, but good for them, man. Good for them to. It's crazy to see people like going. that come so far. You know, like yeah. uh, the good neighbor stuff. Yeah, honestly, for sure. if you're, I think that's a great thing to do if you're trying to pursue acting. If you have two or three like-minded friends, oh yeah, do your own sketch videos and see if you can just gain an online following. It's, yeah, it validates you as writers and actors, and you're making content. Yeah. And, and I would say also take a sketch class, especially like one sure. at like the Pack Theater, because the Pack Theater, and I'm sure UCB has this too. I just didn't haven't taken one over there, but uh, Pack Theater has uh, sketch teachers who have literally got famous off the internet for doing sketches. So they will literally teach you how to make like sketches that will do good and get you noticed on the internet. Like I had, I got a video that got eighty thousand views, and like we workshopped it on. Uh, uh, at Pack Theater, so it, it, yeah, cool. and it was it was it was a Verizon because uh, the Verizon guy switched over, oh, and yeah. so it's it's where uh, uh, Verizon uh, kidnaps the Sprint guy, <laughs> yeah, and basically does a Quentin Tarantino <laughs> cut off of his ear, and then she's like, "Can you hear me now, motherfucker?" So up to his ear, that up to she's his holding. ear that she's cut off, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Cool. So there was that. So my final clip, um, this is a gentleman, I forget his name, but he, he does this character called, like, Overly Excited Tourist or something. Okay. So this is him at the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, boy. I'm here at the LA oh, Walk I of Fame. Oh, I love him. Check out some of, the, some of the stars. They got Vin Diesel. Are you I joking my this ass? One, Only at the Hillwood Waterfall. <laughs> yeah, you better believe they have Larry Seaman. Only here at the Hill Bland Block of Ham. You got freaking Robocop. You gotta be kidding my ass. <laughs> Only at the Hollywood Walk of Frank. They got Bruce Willis that do such a badass. Only at the Halloween Block of Flag. Are you <laughs> joking my ass? They got Sting. He's my favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> Only at the Holocaust Wingstop. Tim <laughs> Allen. <laughs> Only at the oh yeah, the Hooligan Bull Durham. <laughs> the Hooligan Glow Gobblers. Only here. At the Halloween Beluga Whale. It's overall pretty awesome day. Here at the Hollywood Wicked Frank. <laughs> so, I don't know if you know this. The reason why I love him is Funny or Die hired him. Right. And then they have sent him across the entire country. <laughs> so he's got a lot he's of those. Got, he does Utah. Yeah. That one's so good. So yeah, I was trying to think of which one to do. So I'm glad I found one that you haven't seen. Yeah, yet. I haven't seen that one. I've seen almost every every one he's done across the state. But uh, I, I love how every time he says Hollywood Walk of Fame, it's a different. Yeah. Are you joking my ass? That's my favorite. <laughs> or, or else always like suck, or he's like break off a break off a tree branch and stick it in my ass. We are here at. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Well, well, I guess we're here at our, well, second to last final seg. Well, it's our final-ish. At least it's our final. Oh, but wait. We can't go too far. Hold on. What have we got? We have a challenge. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So, guys. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. This was pretty popular with some of you guys. Uh, We, like, four or five episodes ago, it's been a while, we issued a challenge to each other to watch terrible movies. It's It's been more than that because we did the movie challenge and then we did the music challenge. Oh, that's right. So and it's so, been quite a so while. Now we're back to... It's been like April then because I remember listening to it in May, yeah. your album. so <laughs> uh, Or Tool's album. It's not your album. You know, <laughs> shit. Uh, so yeah, so we're going to challenge each other. We're going to do another terrible movie challenge again. Uh, we're going to challenge each other 
uh, yeah, to some terrible movies. So, and then Sean, and then we will revisit in a future episode and discuss yeah. our thoughts. If we have a guest next episode, it probably won't be then. It'll probably be when we're together, just us again. So, what do you got? Um, I forget how I stumbled across this movie, but it is considered one of the worst animated films, <laughs> and it's called Delgo. Delgo. Yeah, I've never even heard about. Um. This. I, I, and I keep challenging you to movies that even I can't finish. <laughs> so I've watched about 30 minutes of this. I think I'm going to find some time to f- fully watch this one so we can okay. discuss it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's fantasy. They're, they're like these kind of reptilian-looking creatures that ride around on, I don't know, who, dragonflies or who something. Made, who made it? I don't know, man. Some. I mean, it's going to be a small studio. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's rough, Oof. man. The writing's bad. On tomatoes. Yeah, yeah it the is. Voice a, acting's bad. The it is an indie bad. film. Wow. Um, but it's it's pretty well known as a bad film. What's Holy. up? Holy, are you ready for this? Is this a review? No, the production budget for this film <gasps> was forty million dollars. Holy crap! And guess how much it made opening weekend? Uh, uh less than a mil. Less than a million. Wow. 511,000. <laughs> yeah. That would bankrupt someone. <laughs> oh, man. But it's got Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie Prince Jr., and Val Kilmer. Jesus okay. Christ. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Man, I wonder how they got this money. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Because, like, literally, give me five million of that, and I'll try and make a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be pretty easy. Yeah. Um, cool. Oh, so Delgo. All right, so I'll do Delgo, or I'll watch Delgo. So what I have for you, my friend, unless you've already seen it, then I'll have to find something else. It is the sci-fi epic Battlefield Earth. Have you seen Battlefield Earth? I don't think so. (laughs) Okay, good. It stars John Travolta. (laughs) Sweet, I'm in. And I think uh, Forrest Whitaker. Wow! It was it's it's made after a book that's like said to be one of the greatest science fiction books of all time. Oh my God. So people had extremely high hopes for this movie. Oh, and that cast and the cast. So uh, let's see, let's see if they can tell us. Uh, I want to see if they can tell us how much it was made for as well, because I'm sure the budget was just insane. Holy shit! Okay, well it made more than. Okay, so. The budget was $73 million. Which was about the same as uh, Dragon Wars. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, Dragon oh, Wars was around terrible. 70 Uh It grossed total $21 million. Nice. That is not good. <laughs> cool. That, well, that's still a big number to me. <laughs> and, then, and then worldwide, $8 million. Oh, that's oh wow. So almost 30 altogether. Cool. <laughs> not good. Uh, so yeah, it's known to be one of the worst movies of all time. Like it's, it's, if usually if you look up like, what's the worst movie ever made? Oh, this will be up there. So, uh, which is crazy because the director like has worked on Star Wars. And so like they had really high hopes for this director, but yeah. Okay. Not anymore. So cool. So we're going to watch those. We'll come back and uh, we'll let you guys know. Maybe so. if we if we can find some time, we'll just do a double feature. There you I go. don't know. That'd be fun. I'd, I'd like that, but we but we've both been so busy, so we'll see sure. if we can make it happen. Yep. Okay. Cool. Looking forward to it. Now it's time to, to initialize. initialize.
initializing listener email. Listener email initialized. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's that time, guys. Um. So we've got some would you rather's. Nice. That we'll go over here. Yeah. Thank you for sending us in. You too can send us in stuff at tdlapodcast.gmail.com. Yeah, ask us any question that Anything. comes to mind. We'll, we'll answer it here. Uh, Watson. Yep. Would you rather go back to the past and meet your ancestors who've passed away or go to the future and meet your your grandchildren or great-grandchildren? Ooh, that's maybe? good. Um, and why? I'm actually going to go with past. Cool. Because there's no way I could meet them while... I, like if it's children or grandchildren, I hope I actually do meet them. Well, let's say so it's a generation that you would miss. Oh, okay. Because children, grandchildren, I'm sure I'll see. No, I think it'll still be past. Just because I'm also more interested about the past than the future for some reason. I know, like Back to the Future is my favorite movie, but you know, for call for saying Back to the Future, they only go to the future once. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> No, but I, I would be really interested in the past, like, you know, growing up in the LDS community and stuff and like, you know, uh, ancestors are really important. Genealogy. So, genealogy, exactly. And so, and I have done my genealogy. So like, I do know whoa, some of my ancestors and some of them I would really like to meet. So, okay. I think that'd be pretty cool. Personally. Cool. What do you think? Um... Well, let's see. the The only reason I'd be interested in meeting the future people is to ask them what the future's like. Uh-huh. You know, I'd be curious what the future is going to be like in a few yeah. generations. But um, when my mom did our genealogy, if you go back far enough, I don't know how far, but we're related to like a Greek princess or something. Oh my gosh! So I'd like to. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Why don't you have money now? It's like that alone holds enough weight for me to. <laughs> Uh, do that. There's also, um, so the last name that I was born with is Hershey. Okay. It's spelled differently from the chocolate Hershey's, but here's the thing. When they moved to America and started the chocolate Hershey company, uh-huh. they Americanized the spelling. So oh. if you follow our ancestry back to Switzerland, we, we come from that, the same from family. The Hershey's. So okay. Distantly related to the Hershey's. Interesting. So I don't know if there's any cool story there, but. Some get interesting some free chocolate, family lineage. Man. Also, um, I have family that died in concentration camps. That Jeez. would be that would be a little morbid to hear, but <laughs> yeah, or to see. Yeah. Maybe before that happened, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. What was life like before? Yeah. Hopefully, it's okay. Cool. All right. All right. So here's a situation for you. Okay. You're standing over a volcano. Yep. Okay. So. Marilyn Manson pushed you out of the volcano. <laughs> you survived the fall. Yes, which I did because I'm here. Okay. So, yeah. You're, but you're now like standing on the edge of the volcano. Okay. And to your right is a random person that you don't know. To your left is a big bag of 10 adorable puppies. You have to push one of them in. The yeah. person or the entire bag of puppies. What do you do and why? <sighs> here, so here's the funny thing. My brain... Would probably win in this situation, and I would save the human, 
but my heart is saying the puppies. <laughs> but your brain says to push the human, but your heart says to push the puppies. No, no, no. The other Opposite. way. Okay, okay. Yeah, my brain, my brain wants to save the human. Gotcha. My heart wants to save the puppies. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, in the end, like puppies would be so sad to die. But like, what if this random person has like kids and stuff and like. I know you're gonna maybe, play devil's advocate. No, no, I, I was can gonna say that. maybe you have like a minute to learn as much as you can about that person. Because <laughs> uh, if you're know. like, oh, you're you're a convicted felon, why? Oh, you're a rapist. Oh, okay, this okay. is an easy one. Well, yeah, if it was something like that, that might be easier. But <laughs> but if it's like, oh, you run a children's hospital and you you've adopted thirteen of your own, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that they would be on their own if you didn't live. Okay, sorry, puppies, but. <laughs> You know, at least it's quick. You know what? I mean, yeah, life is life. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess humans have more potential to give back. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I love puppies to death, <laughs> but like, um, dogs have bigger litters, and it's and they have a, a faster gestation rate. So th- th- there's always gonna be. I don't know, man. It's a toughie. I know it's there are plenty thing. of animal lovers out there that are like, this is an easy one. Like, <laughs> there's too yeah, many people on but, this dang planet. Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong. I do feel like, uh, like I went on this trip to Florida with my uncle and we like went to like these, uh, he kind of showed me and kind of opened my eyes about like nature and stuff. And like, sounds like we did drugs or something, but we didn't. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, I really do feel like we are equally, we don't live like it, but we should act like we are equally a part of this planet than like of animals and stuff. Yeah. But since this is a situation where like, Hey, no, no, you can't, you can't save both. You have to choose. Like I'm going to probably choose the human unless he's, he or she is, uh, yeah, some, ter- someone terrible, but, but they'd have to be pretty terrible. That, so. that human might be smart enough and strong enough to, as you're pushing them, pull you with them, you oh, know? They jealous. might be like, oh, he's going to push me? Well, fuck this guy. <laughs> so, I don't know. That might have some consequences. True. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So we we kind of we agree. agree on that one? Yeah. Um, but I, I have met plenty of animal lovers who just, like... Kill the human. The, yeah. they, they literally would rather see a human suffer over an animal. Oh, so. yeah. Totally. Which, I don't know. I mean, I guess I can see your point. Um, last question. Yeah. If you had to end an entire industry, from now on, there's nothing new being created in that industry, but you still have access to everything that currently exists. Do you end music or film? Wait a minute. So you're saying, like... Nothing in the music or the film industry is created from here on out. So you either have to say stop music or stop film. Right. And now, then you still get you still get what's made right. currently, but just nothing new is going to come. Right now, seeing as we're both trying to get into the film industry, uh-huh. let's say that that doesn't affect us personally. Uh-huh. So does that change your opinion at all? Well, I think it would because you can't make anything new. Well, I'm just saying, like, don't like you're. Let's say you're financially set in some way. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe you, well, maybe it, maybe television isn't ended, and you get a good show or okay. something. I don't know. But well, the um, hard thing, the hard thing that like hits for me with this that makes this really difficult is that movies. There's some movies that have no music and they're amazing. But really, for me, what what makes like like what Ooh. Back to the Future? Yeah, what Back to the Future? Like really, like what I think 
you know, the acting and the writing is brilliant, but that score for the music for the movie is amazing. I didn't think about that. So if you choose to keep the film industry, are there is there music in those films? I don't think I don't think I don't think so, right? Maybe maybe let's say original scores like background music but you can't use like a jay-z song or something for your film right even then that's well you could use existing music that's true you that's all okay that's all they could do from now on is <laughs> just use existing. existing music well then i'll just go with uh, i think the easy choice for me is film then to end it no to keep it to keep it sorry okay music. yeah because i think the bigger question to look at is what which of the two has the highest like rewatch or re-listen value? Like yeah. are you okay with just enjoying what currently exists in music or are you okay with the films that currently exist? Or, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we already got This Is America from Childish Gambino, so I'm <laughs> We're done. Good. Yeah, I'm good with on music for a while. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um I thought it would be music for you cuz you're a huge music guy. I'm a huge music guy, and I'm, and it would suck if I chose this and didn't get to hear the next Tool album. <laughs> right? Because I've been waiting for 12 years. <laughs> um, but I, I'm a deep, deep lover of film. Yeah. But here's the thing. I mean, we're getting all of this just rehashing of ideas and reboots. It's like... Sure. If I continue, if I choose film and to keep it going, like, is it going to be worth it? Is there going to be worthwhile? I mean, I'm, there's always going to be good movies being made, but it's just, I hope that, what I'm saying is I hope that we get some good original ideas. Yeah, like nice guys. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I'm going to just choose Peter film Driver. for this one to keep it. Okay, um, checkmate. Because there's plenty of amazing music that I that's out that I love and still music that exists that I haven't discovered. So it's it's still kind of an untapped there, resource. That's true. There's a lot of music out there. Respect. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, we like to close every show with an excerpt. Yes. And, uh, you know, I'm a huge Redditor and I've always wanted to find something from the subreddit called Writing Prompts. And so somebody will title the 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 comment the the thread um as a prompt like it's the end of the world and zombies are are a thing like come up with a short story and Mm -hmm. so in the comments people come up with stories based off of it yeah so this writing prompt is when your child was born you set up a photo shoot of you discovering them in a broken spacecraft and you hide the photos in the attic 13 years later, you allow your angsty child to discover the photos. Jeez. Nice. <laughs> it's a great prompt. Um, and I need to give credit to the, the writer here. The username is spelled I-X-A-C-T. Username, I don't know, exact. I don't know. Uh-huh. So exact, this is his prompt based <laughs> off of uh, messing with your 13-year-old kid, okay? <clears throat> You don't get it, Dad, Jeremy moans. School's full of these these stupid humans, and nobody gets me, not even you. I raise an eyebrow. Stupid humans? My lips almost give away a small smile. Jeremy rolls his eyes. Yeah, Dad, dumbass fucking humans. <laughs> Language. Dumb, stupid humans. I don't want to go to school anymore. I sigh and sit down on the bed next to Jeremy. I know it must be hard. I pat his back. High school can be a sucky place to be. Trust me. Kids your age are going through changes in your body and having all this work on top of that. It's not just that. Jeremy suddenly stands up from his bed and grips his hair, exasperated. I've always... 
I don't know. I've always felt that I was different, you know, and and knew that I never quite fit in with everyone else. <laughs> everyone feels that way, buddy. High school's rampant with those sort of feelings. Dad, he stops pacing for a moment and crosses his arms, giving me a knowing look. Come on. What? I try and put my most innocent face, laughter boiling slowly from my stomach. Don't bullshit me, Dad. You know what I'm talking about. Language. Dad. Honest to God, Jeremy. I raise my hands up. I have no idea what you're talking about. Jeremy stomps his way over to the closet and rummages around for a few seconds before stomping back out with a few pictures in his trembling hand. What the fuck is this? He tosses the pictures (laughs) on my lap and crosses his arms again. Language. Fuck that shit. Just answer me. I slowly sit down and could hardly stifle a smile at this point, my body slightly trembling to resist the laughter that had reached the back of my throat. (laughs) So, you found them. (laughs) I take a deep breath, trying my hardest to recollect myself. Yeah, I found evidence of me being a fucking alien or something, right? He grips his (laughs) arms tightly. Son, I look at him in the eye, a somber expression plastered on my face. I didn't mean for you to find out this way. Jesus Christ, Jeremy stumbles back slightly. So, so it's true? I don't say anything. Tension fills the air. I always knew I was a drama queen. Dad, to be honest, I have no idea what you are. I look off in the distance. A while ago, I was hiking in the mountains with your mother, and then there was just this this huge flash of light. Before we knew it, There you were, in this huge spaceship that had plummeted from the sky. Jeremy silently sits in his chair, drinking in every word. So we managed to open up the damn thing with the tools we had on us, I continue. And then it opens up, and we found you. (sighs) Sorry, Dad, Jeremy interrupts me. I'm not actually that interested in how you found me. Part of me deflates. I had this whole story prepared for years, too. Just... He suddenly grabs one of the photos in my lap. What is this? He points to his baby groin area in the picture. I almost burst into laughter. I had completely forgotten that I had photoshopped three penises on baby Jeremy in the photo. (laughs) Ah, that. That's it? That's all you have to say about those monstrosities? Jeremy screeches. You should be glad that I managed to remove the other two without a trace. I cross my arms. I was really proud of myself for that. Oh my, oh my fucking God, Jeremy sits in hysterics. You removed them? Well, you didn't think your mother and I could take you from the hospital, take you to the hospital, did you? If they realized you were an alien, they would have taken you to the government or something and done experiments on you. What? No, 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 no. Jeremy's gripping his head. Yeah, I still have them stored in case you ever wanted to see them in the basement. I kept them in a jar. Jeremy's mouth stays in an O shape for a good 20 seconds until I hear footsteps coming towards us. Honey? Jeremy? What's going on? My wife rushes into the room. I heard screaming. What's going on? She looks at the pictures on my lap, looks at Jeremy's shaken face, and then looks at my face that's trying the best not to crack. She sighs and winks at me. (laughs) You told him about the three penises, huh? She asks in a a grim expression on her face. Holy fuck, Jeremy screams again. My wife and I quickly look at him crossly. Language! (laughs) Yay! Yay, let's see. (laughs) Yay! 
That was Redditor. Who's the Redditor? Um, what's his name? I X A C T username. All right. And I'm gonna reach out to him and let him let him know that we we read his, his excerpt. So, thank you for that awesome thank little you. short story. Um, I'm hoping to find some more good writing prompts because yeah. I mean there's good ones every day. Absolutely. And honestly, if you're a creative writer and you're looking for just exercises, like it's a really great resource and you can you can kind of gain gain a following and some recognition on Reddit if you come up with some good writing go. prompts. So yep. check it out. Um cool. and yeah, that's that's another episode. That's another episode of, in the bank of Tidala. Tidala podcast. Um Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Seriously, it just means a lot. And uh, please tell your friends about us um, and write to us. Uh, follow us on social medias like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TDLA Podcast. Um, and thank you to Patrick Coffin for yeah. doing the intro of this and for all the fun uh, segment music and stuff and listen to his music that's coming out I believe monthly at this point yeah so, what was the uh, project called again do you remember uh, Mighty Happy Crew cool so, thanks Pat Cheesy and thanks, thank you um, audience and listeners and our future listeners yep um, we will see you next week have and a good week I love you all bye bye love you